Hi and welcome to Create English on Ripollet Radio. This is our English language program for learners from elementary to upper intermediate levels. We offer exercises, uh, pronunciation, grammar, vocabulary and other things. Hope you join in and listen to our program. Let's see what we've got for today. Which is the first one in this season. It's October 2015. We're going to begin with the summer holidays. I've posted some photographs on my blog, which is uh, createenglish.com. Just remember one E. Uh, that's createenglish.com. Uh, you will find some photographs there and I'm going to make some comments here. Then we're going to do some vocabulary. Continue with the grammar. Then we're going to listen to an interview I made with someone who was a teacher this summer in Ireland in a summer camp. Then a kids block, that's a conversation between Laura and Daniel, that's what we're going to listen to. Okie doke. Um, well, as I said, I posted some photographs on my blog, and uh, if you if you can take a look at them, it will be it will make more sense. You know what I'm gonna just explain now. Um, this summer uh, we went to um, northwest Spain, that is to Galicia, which is the northwest corner, and um, obviously on the way we stopped. Also in like in Asturias and other places, but um, well, I've got some pictures, um, actually four, that I'd like to say something about. Um, the first one, well, it was taken in a place called Carballinho, and this is a little town um, in Galicia which is famous for the octopus festival that they have in August. And uh, we actually arrived like two days after the festival was over. Um, and we didn't even know it existed. But it doesn't matter because you can eat, you know, octopus any time of the year, I suppose. And so we were told uh, actually where to go. There was this place where, you know, you have to go and try the authentic um, pulpo a la gallega. And um, so we went to this place and, and it was really good. Yeah. But in the picture that I posted you won't see an octopus. Rather, you will see a piece of bread. Yes, bread. And um, why is that? The reason is very simple. And the octopus was, you know, delicious. But the best thing that I found there was the bread. Yes, I just uh, don't remember having eaten such good bread for many, many years. 
And so I took a picture of this really spongy, perfect texture, and you know, just in itself, a great taste that this bread had. So that's where you've got this photograph. Well, the next thing that uh, drew my attention was uh, a... Well, actually, it was on the way back. And we stopped in La Rioja. And we stopped in a place called Logroño. Now, what uh, what I noticed in Logroño was, uh, well, several things, obviously. We walked around an afternoon and, you know, uh, did this and that. Um, but uh, the picture that I posted, well, look at it. I mean, you know... You can see two garbage containers. Yes, garbage containers in the street. Uh, but these are not just any garbage containers. Look at the, um, you know, just look at the space around them. Look at the containers. They're like perfectly clean, almost like brand new. There's not a piece of dirt around them. That's clean. Then uh, we also walked over a bridge. Uh, and this was a bridge over the Rio Ebro, the Ebro River. And, um, well, I took a picture of the river, but you won't see the river much. Because, I, you know, the picture is uh, taken through a cobweb. Now, what is a cobweb? Uh, or a spider web, in other words. Yeah, exactly. That's the, the web that uh, the spider makes to catch insects. And so, well, that's just, uh, it was there, you know, and it just offered itself for the photograph. So that's what you can see in that picture. And finally, uh, in the fourth picture, you can see um, a cow. Yeah, that's, um, that's in a place called Los Picos de Europa, which is, um, I think this was in uh, Cantabria. But uh, actually, this mountain range um, is shared by three communities, um, Asturias and Castilla y León included. But anyway, um, you can go up there in the morning, early in the morning by car, or there's a bus service uh, that takes you up to the peaks. There are two lakes uh, that we saw. And uh, what you've got lots of is cows, obviously. And so, well, this cow was um, just, it just, uh, well, it was funny. As you can see, uh, the cow walked down the stairs, the paved path, just like the people, just like the visitors, you know, just like another passerby, which is kind of funny. So that's it about my photographs, and uh, well, we'd better move on. Vocabulary, words in English and Spanish are sometimes, um, well, can be very similar with different meanings, um, sometimes the same meaning, but uh, there's usually confusion about certain kind of vocabulary items uh, that I, you know, just uh, would like to share here. 
And for today, we've got the uh, problem area of aprovechar. Now, how do you say that in English? You know, it's my students ask me, like, you know, how do you say aprovechar? And of course, you can just uh, look it up in the dictionary and you will find perhaps the first, uh, one of the first answers will be to take advantage of something. Um, but uh, that's not always the best choice for all kinds of situations. So it really depends on the context. And let me just, well, let me just show you some examples in different contexts. Like if you say um, aprovechar la oportunidad, that can work. You can say take advantage of the opportunity. So that's fine. If you want to say like uh, aprovechar el tiempo, el tiempo libre, maybe you would want to say, you know, to use your time or to make the most of your time. Say you're visiting a country, you know, a place, and, well, you want to make the most of your time and visit as many places in that city as you can. So, um, you know, in Spanish you'd say, querías aprovechar y visitar lo más que podías, yeah? But in English you would say, well, you wanted to make the most of your time. And finally, um, que aproveche, yeah? Uh, what would you say for that in English? Um, you would say, Enjoy your meal. So that's again a different word. So we've had uh, take advantage of, make use of, or make the most of, and enjoy. Now all these ideas are expressed with the same verb in Spanish, which is aprovechar, but in English you can use these different forms for the same ideas. Grammar is coming up. Hace tiempo que no voy a bailar. Hace dos años que vivo aquí. Now, the thing is that um, this is the present simple in Spanish, right? Uh, although the idea is, you know, like connecting the past to the present and you're talking about a period between a past point in time and the present. But still, the form that you use in Spanish is the present simple. Vivo aquí. Or no voy a bailar. Uh, in English, you would do this differently. So, students often say, for these uh, examples, they say like, um, it's a long time since I don't go dancing. Uh, this is not correct. This is the Spanish way of thinking. In English, you would say, I haven't danced for a long time. And for the other example, Hace dos años que vivo aquí. Um, well, students would say, uh, I live here for two years, yeah? No, 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 that's not correct. 
you would need to say I've lived the present perfect form. I've lived here for two years, or if you want, you can say I've been living here, which is the present perfect continuous form,、uh, to express this idea. Instead of I live here for two years, this second one is not correct in English. A little homework for you: try to say the following two ideas in English. No como carne hace tiempo, or hace mucho que no como carne. Yeah, it's the same. How would you say this in English? And the other one: No lo veo últimamente. No lo veo últimamente. All right. And next time, I'll tell you what I would say for these. All right.、Uh, next up,、uh, we're going to listen to a phone interview I made with Andrea, an English teacher living in Spain, in the south of Spain. And、uh, what, she, what she does is she travels to Ireland in the summers to teach English in a language camp, and、uh, where she's going to talk about her experiences. Uh, I've prepared some questions, some easier ones, and some a bit more. Difficult ones.、Um, let's begin with the easier ones.、Um, in order,、uh, the first one. Well, you are going to hear that students、uh, have different kinds of activities in the mornings, afternoons, right? Now, in the mornings they have classes.、Uh, this is an easier question. What time do the classes finish? Second question. How much time do students have for lunch? Third, what day of the week do they spend time with their host families? Next question: Where do students come from in Spain? So there are Spanish students. Where do they come from in Spain? Where is the language camp in Ireland? What part? And the a bit more difficult questions would be, how was the weather different this year from other years? Second, what do students do in the afternoons? You're going to hear、um, some, you know, some kinds of activities. What are these? On Saturdays, what kind of trips do students do? What's the expression that Andrea uses? Um, next question: What plans does Andrea have to combine English language learning with good weather? And finally, what extra advantages does Andrea explain、uh, that are, you know, that you get you as a student get in addition to learning English in this language camp? So, what extras? Do you learn? What extra experiences do you have? So that would be it. And so now let's listen to the interview, and then I'm gonna answer these questions after the interview. So Andrea, are you there? Yes. Hi, Gabor. Hello. How are you? You good? Good. Thanks.、Okay. And you? Very well. Thanks. 
Well, so um, as I promised the listeners, this is an interview with you about a language camp you went to in Ireland this summer. And I would like to ask you a few questions. Um, could you please tell us how these language camps work, or this one in particular? Of course. This is uh, an amazing experience. This was my fifth year in Ireland this summer. Mm-hmm. And the way it works is um, that the students uh, stay with host families, local host families. Okay. They have classes in the mornings till one o'clock, and then they have lunch. And then at two o'clock, uh, at two o'clock, the afternoon activities begin. These are usually cultural, educational, and sports activities, as well as short excursions in the area. And there are some um, occasional evening activities, such okay. as Irish dancing or theater. Irish this dancing is during the week. Uh-huh. Yes, this is um, this is from Monday to Friday, and then on Saturdays there are day trips around major cities or major sites all over Ireland. Uh-huh. On Sundays, the, the students spend time with their host families. I see. Um, so they stay at host families? All of them? Yes. So it's part of the program? It is. And uh, why did you decide to take part in this program? You said this was your fifth one, right? Yes, I love being part of and uh, contributing to such a wonderful experience for these students and see how their lives really change for the better by not only improving their English, but so much more than that. Uh, they are truly expanding as a person. They become more independent. They get to experience a new country, culture, its people, uh-huh. and they make new friends, not only from Ireland, but also from different parts of the world. Okay, I see. So you get students from different parts of the world, right? Yes. And it's actually amazing to see how much they enjoy their, their time there. It's also great to welcome back returning students year, year after year. Uh, do you get students from Spain too? And where from in Spain? Yes, normally we, we have students from uh, Madrid, Barcelona, Valencia and the surrounding area, areas, as well as uh, from the Basque country. Okay. And... Um, Where in Ireland is this, you know, north, south, where? This is uh, in the southeast of Ireland, on the southern coast, actually. Uh-huh. And what's the weather like? Um, this summer it was rather rainy. The previous summers, we, we actually had good weather, so it depends. Um, normally the temperature is around 20-25 degrees during uh-huh. the day. It's not bad. Uh, if It's not too bad. If if we're lucky, we see the sun as well. Uh, normally, it's it's overcast. Usually, it rains a little bit almost every day. So the weather is not very pleasant. At night, it, it's about 10 or 15 degrees. So it's not really the summer weather that these students are used to in Spain. But everything else uh, is usually a great experience for them. Uh-huh, a little like the north of Spain. So I guess that's similar. Well, you know what? We are in the process of opening a summer school on the Costa del Sol in, in the south of Spain. Ah. So for those students who wish to improve their English and enjoy the, the good weather, uh-huh. they will be able to, to come and enjoy the summer, summer camp here too. Uh, so you're actually building a, a project in the south of Spain? Yes. Similar to this language camp? Yes, it's the same principle, the same sort of setup as the one in Ireland. Interesting. All right. Um, are you planning to go back next year? Yes, absolutely. I'll be in one of the summer schools, either in Ireland or on the Costa del Sol. Cool. 
Um, thanks so much for your time, Andrea. And well, I wish you good luck. All the best with your project. And thank you very much for your time. Yeah, and hope to talk to you later, some other time. Sounds great. Bye bye. Thank you so much. Really nice talking to you. All the best. Bye, Gabor. Okie doke, um, here we are again. So this was the interview with Andrea, an English teacher in Spain who uh, teaches English in a summer camp in Ireland. And, the, well, the, the answers to the easier questions. Uh, one, when do students' classes finish? Well, they finish at 1 p.m., one in the afternoon. Second, how much time do they have for lunch? Well, they have one hour between 1 and 2 in the afternoon. 3. Uh, what day are they with the host families? Yeah, the students. Well, that's Sunday, on Sundays. 4. Where do students come from in Spain? Where they come from different parts, such as Madrid, Barcelona, Valencia, and the surrounding areas, and also the Basque country. Um, and... Um, Where is the language camp in Ireland? It's in the southeast, on the southern coast. Okay, and the uh, second set of questions with the answers. In what was the weather different this year from previous year's programs? Well, it was rainier and more overcast and a little colder. In the past years, they had more sun. Uh, second, uh, students do... Afternoon activities such as cultural, educational, sports activities, sometimes short excursions and occasional evening activities such as uh, uh, Irish dancing and uh, theatre. What kind of trips do they have on Saturdays? They have day trips, yeah? Well, uh, they are planning to set up uh, a similar language camp, summer camp, in the south of Spain, Um, similar to this one in, in Ireland, um, combining language learning, cultural experiences and the good weather. And the extras that Andrea explains are students expand as a person, uh, they become more independent, uh, they get to experience culture, a new culture, a different country, and its people. And they make new friends from different parts of the world. Okay, so that's, that's it about the questions. And I would like to point out some vocabulary that Andrea used. Uh, host families is the name for families that, you know, you can sleep there, stay there. Uh, and you basically live with them during the time of the program. Overcast. Overcast means when uh, the, the sky is completely covered in clouds. That's when it's overcast. She uses the expression same sort of setup. Uh, setup mm, is a good one. Uh, setup is like structure. The same um, concept, same structure, same setup for this new school in the south of Spain. And finally... Absolutely. 
uh, she says, you know, like, like when I ask her, would you, are you going to return? And she says, yes, absolutely. Um, absolutely is 100% yes. Uh, unlike in Spanish, en absoluto, which is 100% no or 0% yes. So whatever. Um, they're kind of, um, can be confused perhaps. Uh, in English, absolutely is positive and it's a big yes. Uh, all right, so uh, that was uh, our interview for today. Let's move on. Hello there. This is our block for young learners. Okay, so children um, and young learners of English. I'm going to speak slower and uh, we are going to listen to a conversation between Laura and Daniel. You know Laura and Daniel, um, they are school children. Yes, Laura is 12 and Daniel is 11 years old. And, uh, well, they have a little conversation here. And I have some questions. Try to understand the following. So, um, do both Daniel and Laura go to the same school? La primera pregunta es si... Laura y Daniel van a la misma escuela, ¿o no? Do they live in a house or a flat? ¿Dónde viven? ¿En una casa o un piso? Do they have any brothers or sisters? ¿Tienen hermanos? What's Daniel's favorite food? ¿Cuál es la comida preferida de Daniel? And what's Laura's favorite after-school activity? ¿Cuál es la extraescolar preferida de Laura? Hi, Laura and Daniel. Hi. Hi. Can I ask you some questions? Sure, yes. Laura, how old are you? Twelve. And you, Daniel? I'm eleven. Are you students at the same school? No, I'm a secondary school student. I'm in elementary school. I see. And uh, do you live in a house or a flat? I live in a house. Me too. Do you have any brothers or sisters? I have a brother and a sister. I have a sister. Okay. And what's your favorite food, Daniel? I love hamburgers. And you, Laura? I don't have a favorite food. I like pasta, meat, vegetables, fruits, everything. Uh-huh. And uh, what's your favorite after-school activity? Dance and music. And you, Daniel? I like drawing and playing computer games. And also playing football with my friends. Great. Thanks a lot. See you next time.
So we've learned from the conversation that um, they go to different schools. So Laura and Daniel go to different schools because Laura is a secondary school student, and Daniel is an elementary school student. Van a escuelas diferentes. Laura va a una secundaria y y Gabriel a primaria. They both live in a house. Los dos viven en una casa. Daniel's favorite food is hamburgers, o sea, las hamburguesas. And finally, the favorite afternoon or after-school activity of Laura is ballet and music. Eh, a Laura le gusta el ballet y la música. Well, um, this was uh, Create English in October 2015. Thanks for listening and uh, I hope to see you uh, next time. Uh, check out the website, which is uh, www.createenglish.com. Uh, you will find pictures there and a bit of the um, summary of today's program and other previous programs too. So um, have fun and see you next month. Bye-bye.